0: Hi, I'm Virginia Prescott with the 10-Minute Writers Workshop. Kill Him and Leave was James Brown's commandment to his band before every show they played. It's also the title of a biography of the soul legend by James McBride. The National Book Award winner is also a musician and a composer, and we sat down with him just before his appearance at the Writers in the Loft series at the Music Hall Loft in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Here he is, taking it to the bridge.
1: This is the 10-Minute Writer's Workshop with James McBride.
0: Which do you think is harder to write? Is it the first sentence or the last?
1: Um, the first sentence by a lot. Because um, you're framing the story as soon as your pen hits the page. So you, you better aim your, your gun in the right direction. Pardon the, the bad metaphor. But you, you, better be, you better be shooting straight. Otherwise, you'll, your characters will run away with you.
0: Do you edit as you go and rewrite that sentence, or do you wait until the end?
1: I rewrite everything. I rewrite everything, and I rewrite it usually right after I write it. Um, Sometimes I'll push into the first 30 or 40 pages and just leave it alone. Uh, But ultimately, I come back to it just to make sure the the building blocks of the story are solid.
0: So what for you is your worst distraction from getting your work done?
1: Oh, I, I have no distractions. I write for a living. Sometimes I'll practice, you know, like if I have music or song I'm working on or a series of practice things that I'm trying to get together, I'll I'll distract myself by practicing. But, uh, you know, I'm a single father, I take my son to school and uh, I get up early, I get up at 4.30 and then I go to the gym sometimes, like three or four times a week and then I come home and Fix my kid something to eat. I write a little bit and fix something to eat and get him out the door if he's with me. And then, uh, then I come back and I just hit it until I get sleepy. And I take a nap of poo, a little nap of poo. And then uh, then I get up and hit it again and then uh, the phone starts ringing and then you know, if I'm lucky I have a little t- time to practice or work on some music. And then before you know it, the day's, day's done.
0: That's pretty disciplined. Are, are there habits that you would encourage other writers or new writers, especially, to pick up to help them stick to it?
1: Well, you know, music teaches you the you know the habit of discipline because if you don't practice, you just don't get any better. If you don't work at it, you it, it leaves you. After a while, you just get used to the pace of it and it becomes normal. I mean, for new writers or young writers or writers who are new to writing, the the trick really is to rewrite. I rewrite everything even letters you know oh yeah I rewrite songs too I mean sometimes you know music will will come and you just don't touch it but you don't really have to rewrite music that much because if it's not really happening it's not going to make it to the end to the last bar anyway you know everything has to be connected in everything in any kind of story you're telling music or literature everything must be connected
0: so you're writing about a real man here James Brown somebody that You know, people have opinions of. They love him. They know him. They know of him. So, how much research do you have to do when you're writing your book? Is and are you doing it throughout?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, the writing is easy. It's the research that's hard. I mean, the writing for me is writing for me is not hard. But you can't fire your gun unless you load it up. You know, it's like one of those old Civil War muskets. You have to pack it with powder, and you have to really. Throw a lot of powder in it before you can stick a great ball in there and expect it to fire at if it's wet or, you know, if the gun is old, it might not go anyway. So it's all about the research. James Brown, I must have interviewed, I mean, I don't mean, it, maybe 100 people, a lot of people, and most of them weren't even worth it, you know, you get nothing. And sometimes you get, you know, you get what you want in 10 seconds. the 10 seconds, you're walking out the door, they say the thing that you thought they would. You know, you know what really happened. So then it's just about getting someone to tell you the truth about it, which in the case of James Brown was extremely difficult.
0: Why do you think so challenging for him in particular?
1: Well, James Brown didn't want to be known, first of all. You know, he he didn't want anyone. He had everyone in compartments, you know, managers, band, white, black, everybody was. So he moved around in a lot of different circles. And also he just had a lot of fear and paranoia, a lot of. He was a southerner. He had a lot of the complexities of southern people. And then, you know, Southern people generally like try to be real proper. They could be losing everything and they'll still serve you, you know, Coca Cola on a little, one of those little floater things, whatever, those placemats. And, you know, everything's hunky dory and all that, you know. So he had a lot of complexity and he didn't want people to know about that.
0: What for you is the best environment for writing?
1: Uh, I don't need to be anywhere. You know, I, I can't write like, you know, looking at the harbor and all that. I can't do that. I mean, <laughs> the magic is on the page. I can't look out to the water and the birds. are twi- I don't need any of that stuff. Just get to work, hit it, you know, count it off. Let's go. It doesn't matter where it is. I can write anywhere. I was writing for a long time in Holiday Inn Express. You know, just because I hated the smell of the carpet, people, and, you know, I just hated it. So it made me really just work hard to get it done. I wrote a whole book in a Holiday and Express.
0: Are there other books or other tools that you'd recommend for other writers to <clears throat> learn about writing or to help them hone their craft?
1: Well, I mean, for beginning writers, uh, Bird by Bird, I can't remember the type, the author's name. It's uh, yeah, Anne Lamont's bird by bird for for writers who are, who are aiming for the high cotton, probably e m Forrester's aspects of a novel It's a good book to read, and the other thing is just to read good, simple stories, you know simple, really simple stories, not people who are like you know taking you know taking ten pages to describe a leaf and all that kind of stuff It's like hearing Sinatra sing I mean Sinatra just sang the melody you know boom do do or you can go see one of these jazz guys who You know, you start playing at seven and three hours pass and you look at your watch and it's 7.15, you know? (laughs) I mean, what the hell? I mean, I don't, you know, keep it simple.
0: What do you think the most common mistake is that new writers make and maybe that you made as a young writer?
1: Thinking your work is really good and making people read your work. I, you know, I never ask people to read my work. When I was married, I asked my ex-wife to read my work. Maybe that's why I'm not married anymore. (laughs) Poor Poor woman. I think uh, writers who believe they have something to say are often mistaken.
0: Then why write?
1: Well, for me, you know, writing chooses you. You don't choose to write. And secondly, I don't know what else to do. I don't want to travel around, you know, the world as a saxophone player at my age. I just don't like to travel that much anymore. And I don't want to play someone else's music all the time and, you know, do the sound checks and, Travel with people you don't like, and this one's smoking reefer, that one's getting drunk, this one needs money. I mean, I, you know, I don't know why I write. I like to write, and I try to write stuff that I would read. I try to write books that I personally would read that well, I think are interesting.
0: How many times were you rejected before you got published?
1: Oh, many times. I don't even remember. I mean, The Color of Water was rejected by several oh. publishers. You know, shall I name them? I shall not. My agent wouldn't even represent me at first because she just didn't think I was good enough, you know. But I came back at her with more and, you know, she's always said, come back if you got something else. I was traveling with Michael Jackson in 1984, uh, during the 1984 victory tour. That's when he was really big. I got a big book offer to do a book about him and I turned it down. Why? I don't like them kinds of books. You know, he did this, he did that, he farted, you know, his dog crept on the rug. I mean, I'm not interested in that kind of nonsense. I thought he was a very nice guy, you know. Lived in a very, you know, it was a very complex situation, and I just ain't that kind of guy. What is the best
0: piece of advice that you ever got about writing?
1: I got it from Kurt Vonnegut. Now, I'm not a name-dropping kind of guy, but I did a reading with him one time. And this lady raised her hand, she said, You know, you people, you writers, you should be speaking out against the Iraq war. You need to say something and do something. And Kurt Vonnegut said, Miss, we don't have the power you think we have. If people aren't reading the books, what do you expect us to do? I thought that was really pretty appropriate.
0: What would your fantasy job be if you weren't a writer?
1: Oh, I'm living my fantasy. I mean, you know, I like to get an old Volvo and fix it up again like I did one time. Um, you know, while I still have the strength to get under it and get those old stuff, those old nuts and bolts loose, I have a nice, nice life. You know, I have kids, and I teach in my church in Brooklyn twice a week. I teach music to kids, and, you know, it's a nice life. I mean, traveling around, hawking my books is not a whole lot of fun all the time, but my, I have my dream job.
0: James McBride, thank you very much for speaking with us.
1: All right. Thank you for having me. Delighted.
0: Best-selling memoirist and National Book Award winner, James McBride. Author, most recently, of Kill Him and Leave, Searching for James Brown and the American Soul. The 10-Minute Writers' Workshop is a production of NHPR. This episode was produced by Sarah Port with help from Maureen McMurray. We have advice from loads more authors on putting your creativity to work. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And before you hit it and quit it, give your writing muscles a try by leaving a review. That will help others find us.